Pastor Varun and Pastor Don LaHopperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. Father, we come to you to learn the truth from heaven, and we pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit will illuminate our mind, our spirit, to understand the truth, and we will not be only the hearer of the truth, but we will also do what you say, Father. Help us to grow, to become more like Christ, and we will do the right thing in your eyes, and we will please you always, and we will be used by you, Father, in this generation. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. We will continue to talk about sin. Uh, we learned about sin a couple of times already, and you can get the CD to listen. This is, in fact, a basic problem with humanity, and that's the reason why Jesus had to come and died on the cross because of man's sin. One thing we need to understand is that we all have made mistakes, we all have sinned against God, no exception. Everyone makes mistakes. And we all have different sinful nature and I mean different sinful bondage in our life. We all will stand before Jesus one day and give our own account to God. You cannot blame your parents, you cannot blame the pastor, you cannot blame your wife, you cannot blame your kids or blame anybody. We all are responsible for our own decision and action. The book of Romans chapter 14 verse 12 says, so then each of us shall give account of himself to God. I need to make the decision for my own life. I cannot blame other people. No matter what other people do, I still need to make the right decision to obey God. I cannot blame anybody. Okay? Because when we, I stand before God, I need to give account of myself what I do in my life. And this truth is so important. A lot of time in our generation and society, we try to pass the buck, blame other people. It's other people's faults, it's other people's problem. That's why I'm this way. But we should not do that. We should say, okay, I'm gonna get right with God myself. I will know what God say, and I will get right with God my, my own decision. As you learned from last time, uh, in the last session, that every sin has consequences. And the major consequence is the separation from God. Separation from God. We call death. Without relationship with God, we are dead, spiritually. And that's why a lot of people are not happy, even though they have money, they have houses, they have cars, and reputation. They're not happy because they don't have relationship with God. They have a void or emptiness inside, lack of God inside them. God knows that. That's why He sent Jesus to come and redeem us from this big problem in the world that separate us from God. And that problem we call sin. It's a major issue. Sin is a root of all the problems on earth here right now. So as Christians, if we don't understand about sin and we don't know how to deal with sin, we will 
never never get victory in life because it's the root of all the problem sin god wants us to come back to him reconcile to him and repent turn around and really stay away from sin really repent and turn around and don't get involved with sin anymore and this is a daily decision and daily action that we need to make a choice in our life not to play game with sin not to entertain any sinful thing in our life every christian should really understand this and make a decision that i'm not going to yield to sin i will fight i will not follow the sinful nature in my life so how to deal with sin repentance simple word basic but a lot of time christian forget about it it's interesting i've seen so many old believers forget about this word they come to church for years and years and eventually they start to fall into sin and they they forget about the word repentance out of the blue just like hey, it's okay i can do this not big deal but actually repentance is very important foundation and something that we need to practice every single day we need to repent of our sin acts chapter 2 38 to 39 peter said to them repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sin and you shall receive the gift of the holy spirit peter said repent he command we must repent i don't know how many of you examine your life every single day and find that oh there's something in your life that is not right before god and you say god i'm sorry i repent i don't want to do that again i don't want to keep that attitude in my life again i want to get rid of it repentance every single day examining your life listening to the word of god in fact the sermon that i preached today about honoring parents oh i tell you i read this sermon three times i was so convicted myself i i have to admit that i feel bad that i did not honor my parents enough when i was a new believer the word of god really convicted me i really repented and want to do the right thing for my dad my my mom passed away so now i can show love to my show love and honor to my dad even more than before so we need to respond to the word of god and repent as soon as we can amen um <clears throat> repentance is important because sin leads to death but righteousness will lead to life and i believe that you are smart enough to choose life you don't want to choose death ezekiel 18:30 32 therefore i would judge you o house of israel ezekiel 18:30 32 o house of israel everyone according to his ways say the lord god repent and turn from all your transgressions so that iniquity will not be your ruin cast away from you all the transgressions which you have committed get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit for why should you die o house of israel 
for I have no pleasure in the death of one who dies. Say the Lord God. Therefore, turn mean turn away from sin, and leave. So God say clearly that when we play with sin, it will lead to death, and God is not happy. God wants us to turn, repent, and leave. Live a victorious life on earth. Live a life of God on earth, and live eternal life in heaven. We want abundant life on earth here. How we do that? Repent. Don't yield to sin. Actually, when Jesus began to preach the gospel, he talked about repentance quite a lot. In Matthew chapter four, verse seventeen, Matthew four seventeen, from that time Jesus began to preach. At the beginning of his preaching, the first few sermon, he began to preach and to say, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Jesus emphasized repentance, the foundation, the basic practice of Christian life is to repent every single day. The Greek language for the word repentance. Is metanoia, M-E-T-A-N-O-I-A, which means to have another kind of mind, to change your mind, to change the course of action after further insight. You listen to sermon, you read the Bible, you read the Word, God give you insight, then you change your perspective, you change your mind. And change the course of your action. If you don't respond to the word that way, you don't repent, and your life will never change. So, in fact, we can repent every Sunday. <laughs> Think about it. Every Sunday, you hear some sermon, something gonna hit you, some truth gonna come to you, and you say, "Oh yes, I can do better. Oh yes, I change my mind now. The old way is bad, is wrong to God's sight." Now I want to change. You can ch- repent every week, every single day. That's why I listen to the sermon a lot in my car because I I repent all the time. When God speak to me something, I change my mind. Okay, repentance in Hebrew language means to turn back, to make a U turn. Ezekiel fourteen six say, therefore say to the house of Israel, thus say the Lord God. Repent, turn away from your idols, and turn your faces away from all your abominations. Turn away, U-turn, make a U-turn, not go the same direction. Go to a new direction. It's amazing how many Christians are in a mess and are very immature. You will be shocked to see that a lot of Christians are so immature. So many problems in the churches, so many messy things in the churches. Many Christians have problems in the church's life, in the church life, and between the brother and sister, because lack of repentance. But they forget that. Go to the basic foundation. We need to repent. If God talk to us about something that we should not do, stop it. Turn around. Don't do it. 
make decision like that every day. God gonna correct us something in our life all the time, you know, because we all immature, we all still far away from the perfection and the glory of God. So there's something that we can always adjust and change and turn around all the time in our life. God keep changing us day by day. What is true repentance? True repentance is not just feel bad about what we do. If you get caught, you feel bad. That is not repentance. Repentance involves two things. Thoughts and action. Not just feeling alone. Thoughts. We change our thinking. We agree with God and we say no to sin. In our mind, we say, yes, I agree that honoring my parents is the, the truth. In the past, I ignored them. I did not show love to them. I did not love them enough or show honor to them enough. Now I agree with the word of God. I change my thinking. And not only change the thinking to agree with God, but also to have a new perspective of the nature, the awfulness and consequence of sin. Uh, as a doctor, I don't like bacteria. I don't like virus. I don't like cancer. I hate cancer, I tell you. I, every time I heard people get cancer, I, oh, I'm so mad at cancer. I'm mad at bacteria. I'm mad at virus. I'm, I hate sickness. It's awful to be sick. It's, the nature of sickness is only destruction. And the consequence of the sickness is so much. People can be bankrupt. People can lose family. People can lose a lot of things because of sickness. So that is my perspective about sickness. We should look at sin the same way. It's bad. Sin is awful. Sin is destructive. Sin is something you don't want to have around you. You need to come to that point in repentance, that to the place that you say, sin is bad for my life. I don't want to have sin in my life at all. If people don't think that sin is bad, they will continue to entertain the sin and play with sin. So that is true repentance. Agree with God, sin is awful, is bad. Okay. The second thing, change our action to turn away from our disobedience, selfishness, and rebellion, and start to walk in obedience to God. We are responsible to obey God. We make our choice and decision every single day. It's a choice to obey the Lord. There are three elements in repentance. There are three important elements. The first thing about repentance, the first element is Repentance is cognitive. What does it mean, cognitive? Oh, it just uh, means using your mind. In my uh, neurosurgical examination, I always write in a note that the cognitive function of my patient is okay. Because you check people's mind. Do you know where you are? The patient says, I'm in the hospital. You know what year? Oh, year 2009. Who is the president? Uh, uh, Roosevelt. No, 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 no. I think something wrong with your mind. Right now, it's not Roosevelt. 
<laughs> you say you check people mind, you check their memory, that you check the thought process. Repentance is cognitive. Is involve your mental recognition. You recognize that sin is opposite to the holiness of God. Sin is evil in the eyes of God. Sin separate you from God. And you recognize or you see and you understand and you accept that sin will cause destruction to you. That is cognitive. You have mental understanding that is not good. It's bad. Once you come to that point, it's easier to repent, to really live a repentant life. And God wants us to see that. God wants us to see that God is so holy in the revival service on Friday when I was worshiping God. I see God is so pure and holy. But we are so full of dirty sin. So we need to see the contrast between sin and the purity and holiness of God. So if we want to approach God and receive answer from Him, we need to get rid of those junk, the impurities and wickedness and rebellions and sinful nature in our life so that we can get closer and closer to God. Amen. Oh, I need to really guard my heart not to get into the sin of pride. I don't want to have pride because pride is destructive to me. That is the lifestyle we should walk every day. I'm not going to sin. I'm going to watch my heart. Do I entertain any sinful attitude, sinful motive? Watch your life every single day. Amen. The temptation is going to come to you to get you sin. But you say, no, I don't want that. So recognize cognitive, recognition. Two, repentance is also emotional. It's emotional. Yesterday I came to the prayer meeting and God really touched me while we were worshiping God. And I was crying. My tears come out. And I say to God, God, you're so holy. And I I'm, I'm still have a lot of weaknesses in me. I still have a lot of sin in my life that I need to deal with. Could you please help me? It's a deep sense of regret when you stand before the Holy God and you know that you still have some weaknesses and some sin in your life. Deep sense of offending God, making God unhappy, making God grieve about you. The sense of regret, the feeling that I don't want this happen to me anymore. So it's okay to be emotional. Cognitive is a mind, and you are, can be emotional. You can cry, and tears come out of you because you repent of your sin. Amen? So nothing wrong about being emotional to repent. But not only cognitive and emotional, but repentance is also volitional. What does it mean, volitional? Volitional. Of your own choice. Okay, your own choice. Volitional. In other words, it's about the will. I agree. It's a choice. It's the act of will. Repentance is the act of will to change 
mind, the change of mind, the change of heart, the change of purpose. It's a whole new direction of life. Turning around 180 degree is the act of will. Repentance is not only recognition or understanding in the mind. Some people understand sin is bad, but they don't want to make decision. They don't want to make the decision to change their life. It's not only about emotion, cry in front of the altar, oh God, I'm sorry, and then walk out, still do the same thing. But it's volitional, it's the will, new direction. It's about conversion, change. It's an about turn and start the whole new life. Actually, as Christians, we start the whole new life every day. Think about it. If you read the Bible tonight, you wake up the next morning, yeah, something changed in my life now. The Bible said this, I need to stop that. I need to add this into my life. I need to make some adjustment in my life every day, living under the power of God. The act of repentance, the fruit of repentance, people see a change. In fact, um, what's scary the most to me about Christianity is somebody who claim to be Christians but never repent. It's scary when they saw that. I heard from Maggie a while ago that her dad walked away from God because a pastor cheated his money, got the money and walked away, ran away. That's so sad. It's so wicked to me because the man never repented. A pastor who preached the word of God never repented. So you can see here that this is serious issue. Repentance is serious because if you live wickedly and never repent, Jesus is going to lose the reputation. People are going to say, eh, I don't want Jesus. I believe that we can visit this issue again and again every year to remind us we need to repent. We need to change. Amen. How we get people to repent, we present the goodness of God. The Bible said the goodness of God leads you to repentance. That's why I never go witness by yelling at people, attacking people, or condemning people. We try to bring the goodness of God to people and let them repent. Thank God repentance does not stand alone. Repentance comes with a great blessing. We call forgiveness. When you repent, God will always forgive you. And he will wash away all the sin and he forget about it. I tell you, if you know me before I became a Christian, you will be shocked how wicked I was. I was very wicked. But thank God, all those sins that I committed when I was a young man, all forgotten by God. He has forgiven me. First John 1, 7 and 9, you know that scripture. If you walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. 1 John 1, 7-9 If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. So to get rid of sin, we need to repent in our heart 
and confess it out from our mouth. God, I am sorry. I did this against you. Everyone say repentance in the heart. Repentance in the heart. Confessing with the mouth. We need to repent in the heart and confess with the mouth. And thank God, He wiped out all the unrighteousness. He has no memory of our past sin. It's done deal, and we can walk in confidence and security that God has forgiven us already. So that is the good news. Amen. Amen. The goodness of God leads us to repentance. I want to conclude this teaching. Live a life of repentance every single day. It's so important what kind of people you associate with. I have seen so many Christians fall away because they associate with wrong people. Your friends, your association will impact you a lot. Because eventually your heart, if you relate to people who love to sin, eventually you're going to have rationalization and all the reason in your heart to go along with them and say, it's okay, God loves me, I don't need to repent. I can live like this for another 10 years until Jesus comes back. I never repent the last minute. Don't listen to the light of the enemy, okay? Repent every single day so that you can have the life of God, so that your prayer will be answered, so that God will use you more. Don't be like Adam. Give excuses. Oh, my wife did it. And then Eve blame the serpent. Oh, it's the serpent told me. Don't do that. Repent every single day. Amen. And you will see your life will never be the same. And God can use you even more. Amen. Let me read one last scripture here. If we choose to go God's way, not sinful way, what's going to happen to us? Colossians chapter 3. Verses 15 to 17. Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 to 17. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. One of the blessings is peace will rule your heart. Believe me, if you sin one sin, it will lead to another sin and another sin. Eventually, you would have no peace. It will lead to destruction. Believe me, it will lead to destruction and you will have no peace at all. Amen. Just be honest, have a life of integrity. Don't lie, don't hide something. Be, uh, like maybe, for example, like a hypocrite. You're in front of the church, you do one thing, behind the scene you do another thing. You, you think you can hide those things, it's going to be exposed one day. God going to expose it and you have no peace. So just... Live a pure life, clean hands, pure heart. Don't hide anything. Be honest. Have a life of integrity. And you can have peace. No one can attack you. No one can destroy you. 
when I got the email from the south part of Thailand that we love you, we love your ministry, I have two choices. Have a bad attitude. I'm going to go build my kingdom in south part of Thailand. My name is going to be famous. That bad attitude. But I don't want to have that bad attitude. I say, God, let Jesus be glorified in the south part of Thailand. I will be here to serve you only. If I go there, I'm going to go to bless people. That's it. I don't want anything else for myself. I have no hidden agenda for myself. I want to have a pure heart and clean hand in my life. No hidden agenda. Nothing for myself, only for Jesus. You keep your heart like that all the time. Repentance. Don't entertain any bad things and any wrong attitude, wrong motive in you. Amen. How often should we repent? Every day. When you hear the word of God, when you read the Bible, what should you do? Repent. Amen. <laughs> Repentance is only about emotion? No. no. It's about also your mind and your will. Amen. What does it mean, repentance? Turn around, 180 degree. You turn. Amen. It's not enough just to be sorry for your sin. You need to take some action to change. Amen. I thank God for my wife that Pastor Da is one of the women that really takes serious about repentance. And I, I think God bless our church so much to have good leaders in the church who always repent and take serious about walking with God. Amen. And that, like priests, like the people, all the people will be repentant people as well in the same house. And God will bless us. Amen. And you will not have sickness, you will not have curses and bad problems in your life. You only have the blessing of God when you live a life of repentance. Amen. You know, when, when we sin, sometimes it's fun. It's kind of fun to sin some, because our, we have sinful nature. It's fun to sin, but the consequences is too much. Don't have fun with sin, believe me. It's not good. Rather die to the flesh, do the right thing, obey God, and you reap the blessing later on that will last longer and more glorified and dignified. When you play with sin, you have fun for a few months, a few years, but later on, headache, big problem. It's so hard to re correct it and try to resolve it. Sin causes a mess messy problem later on. It's so hard to correct. So don't even get into it. Just stay pure and holy. And then you enjoy, enjoy the road of blessing all the days of your life. You don't have to try to resolve all this problem later on. Amen. Let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for reminding us again about the repentance. And we pray, Father, that everyone who come to our church will live a life of repentance. Father, we want to obey you. We want to, uh, Lord, change our mind, and then the act of will to do the right thing, to obey your commandments, Father. And we believe, Father, you give us the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to obey you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. amen.
We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at 206-275-1042 or visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.org. You may also write to us at the following address, New Hope International Church, 9170 Southeast 64th Street, Mercer Island, Washington, 98040. Thank you very much. 